Dr. Debbie Play joining us from Cleveland Clinic Akron General. New study pertaining to salt and how it can really change your life with just a simple adjustment. And it's a good time to bring that up. Uh, there's going to be a lot of menus that have a lot of salt <laughs> in them. So this is perfect timing. And Dr. Play, thanks for jumping on board with us. And let's get into the, quote, salt study. Hey, good morning, Ray. Uh, we thought perhaps this might be timely as we uh, certainly look forward to the holiday coming up and certainly into December as well. But I think we need to be mindful, and a lot of us heard um, that, um, you know, cutting back by about a teaspoon of salt intake can dramatically change our blood pressure readings. And most of us uh, take in, you know, way too much salt. It's added to nearly everything we eat, um, unless we are doing un processed foods, but even that way is really interesting. But adding a teaspoon of salt seems to have a dramatic effect on blood pressure. So taking away or cutting back on salt uh, can really impact um, our uh, blood pressure. And most of us, they claim, you know, one in three as we age is going to be impacted by blood pressure. So it sounds like there's a lot we can do to really impact perhaps even, we may not be able to impact blood pressure, uh, getting blood pressure, but we may be able to impact how much medication we take. And certainly some folks are able to even avoid uh, medication if they are mindful of a lower salt diet because we do take in quite a bit. And Debbie, let's get into the salt content a little bit uh, because I've talked to (laughs) my mother, for example, and she's been told by her doctor to cut back on the salt. And I'll talk to her about that. And she said, well, I didn't use the salt shaker at all the last couple of days. But then I get into what she's been eating and realize that there's a lot of things that have the sodium that have the salt inside it, whether it be a can of soup and whether it be something that's been frozen and such. And I think that's where the adjustment, not only the teaspoons, but when you talk about lowering your salt diet, it's more than just the salt shaker. That's exactly right. And, you know, I do have so many patients that say, gee, the salt shaker doesn't even come to the table. We're not using it. Many folks, we use it in cooking, and we need to be mindful of that. There's a lot of great salt alternatives out there, Ray, where you can avoid adding salt to recipes. You know, they talk about garlic boosting flavor, lemon juice, black pepper, dill, uh, dried onions or onion powder, balsamic vinegar, great choice, paprika, rosemary, ginger, red pepper flakes, apple cider vinegar. Everybody's looking for a purpose to take something that's really touted. It's very helpful. can be a great choice. Cinnamon and face. Those are some great alternatives. Um, What we do know, and I was really shocked as I was reading about this last night, bread is our worst offender. It's the largest contributor uh, to uh, salt in the American diet. 80 to 230 milligrams of salt in one slice of bread or roll. So being mindful of that, I think, can really be helpful. Uh, cold cuts, almost a thou- over a 1,000 milligrams of salt. Condiments like barbecue sauce, ketchup, get us with the salt. Steak sauce, high in salt. Uh, beef jerky, uh, 1,200, starting at 1,200 milligrams of salt. Soy sauce, love the soy sauce, uh, very high in salt. Pickles, cottage cheese, pretzels, And certainly, as you mentioned, canned soup can be up to 1,000 milligrams of salt. Another one that's surprising was instant pudding, um, high in salt. We know our frozen meals, uh, you have to look at those labels to try and be careful. Uh, Cheese, high in salt. 
uh, vegetable juice. We love our V8 juice, but it's a salty one. And uh, certainly uh, uh, pizza and Asian takeout, we got to be very careful. So it's very easy to see that add up. We know that turkey dinner has all sorts of salt uh, in it as well. And we can actually uh, look to attempt to really cut back on that if we can avoid the processed foods. So making your own mashed potatoes versus purchasing mashed potatoes can be very helpful. Gravy can be a big one, 300 milligrams of salt if we're not careful. Pumpkin pie, 350 milligrams of salt. And certainly the beloved canned bean casserole that folks enjoy, uh, over 400 milligrams of salt. So if we aim for less than 2,300 milligrams of salt a day, aiming for 1,500 milligrams, you can see that one meal, even just a couple of items, can get you to that uh, um, total daily amount very, very quickly. Dr. Debbie played is with us, Cleveland Clinic, Akron General, and there's so many things I've been preparing to talk to when Debbie and I decided that this was the topic today. And one thing is those numbers, Debbie, and you brought that up in the open, and you mentioned the, the mega number there of what you need per day. A lot of people would probably say, well, I look at this can or I look at this package, where should I be? What is a high number for salt, let's say in a can of soup? Is because there's there are low sodium uh, soups available for people, and I thought maybe if you could at least I don't want you to go food by food, but what are some high salt numbers in your opinion medically maybe that people can be aware of? You know, I think we need to be thinking rate three four hundred or more in milligrams. So okay. looking at those labels, if you're looking at a frozen dinner or a can of soup thinking, uh, wow, this is 400 milligrams of salt in one serving. We really should be aiming to keep that in the 80 to 200, 250 milligrams at most. Remember, if your allotment is 1,500 milligrams recommended through the American Heart Association, again, 1,500 milligrams, boy, a can of soup can get you halfway there if we're looking at 600 to 700 milligrams of salt. So I think you want to start with your daily amount that we're aiming for. And again, ideally uh, under 2,000 milligrams, ideally close to 1,500, one teaspoon of salt has 2,300 milligrams, one teaspoon. So uh, it adds up very quickly uh, as we look at some of these processed foods that we easily take on uh, day-to-day, including uh, our bread and rolls. Wow. Dr. Debbie Plate with us, Cleveland Clinic, Akron General. But I think it's real important, Debbie, that we hit the reset button and go back to your open when you talked about lowering the blood pressure and i don't know if enough people understand what that blood pressure you and i have called it for many years the silent killer what the blood pressure does to your overall heart and body health and why that blood pressure number is real important to try to keep it lower and i thought maybe you can talk about the importance of keeping that blood pressure under control Oh, sure. Um, again, we know that if we cut back on that salt, you can drop that top number uh, on a blood pressure reading down almost 10 points, uh, which is really huge. So if you're running 140s, we can get that down to 130s just by monitoring what you're taking in. Again, that's not, in, you know, we're assuming you're not using the salt shaker. So we're talking about processed foods. We know that if blood pressure runs high, uh, and high in these days is typically 140 over 90, or greater, we ideally like to see you 130 over 80 because we begin to see uh, 
what we term heart failure or fluid accumulation. Stroke's very common. Um, you know, uh, headaches, stomach cancer, kidney disease. Kidney disease is huge and really something that we can absolutely be proactive against if we can control that blood pressure. And again, so many folks say, gee, I have no symptoms. You know, you might not get the headache or the shortness of breath. Uh, you might be tired uh, and really feel like you are not feeling as well, but oftentimes there are absolutely no symptoms. So being aware, checking that reading, uh, you and I, Ray, have talked about how to check a good blood pressure, and that is seated five to ten minutes with your arm up on the kitchen table uh, before you even check a reading. Uh, because we want that reading to really reflect what your true um, uh, blood pressures are doing. So five to ten minutes seated, arm at heart level, uh, with feet flat on the floor is an ideal position to check a blood pressure. Um, and those blood pressures from home for us in the office are invaluable because a lot of times folks come in and parking, traffic, a lot of things can go on that can bump up a blood pressure. And remember, when you check blood pressure, coffee, cigarettes, alcohol uh, within a short period of time beforehand absolutely impact those numbers. So you got to be mindful of that. There you go. Good salt study coming. Dr. Debbie Plate, Cleveland Clinic Akron General. She gave us some alternatives. She talked about the importance of watching those numbers and the numbers to look for as not only you're looking at that salt shaker. And Debbie, I think the most telling thing that you delivered in the last 10 minutes was that one, what did you say? One teaspoon of salt and amount of milligrams that are in that? 2,300 milligrams. Wow. And oh, by the way, Ray, your daily allotment should be about 1,500 milligrams. Oh, my so, goodness. <laughs> so we got to be careful. Uh, one last mention. Sure. There is a meal plan out there called DASH, D-A-S-H, DASH meal plan. Take a look at it. I've got lots of folks losing weight on it. It's low in salt. It's healthy. But the DASH meal plan is a great option.